This is episode four of An Impossible Journey from Vancouver to Switzerland via the Khyber Pass. Welcome back, mom and dad. So in the last episode, we left it at the point where where mom and dad, you both were about to get on the flight, leaving Hawaii and flying to Tokyo, Japan. And one thing I wanted to make a note of before we get started is in your last line on your thoughts on Hawaii, Mom, you write in your journal, we are about to get on the huge uh, Japan Airlines 747 that was to fly us away from Hawaii and the USA to where the real journey was to start in Tokyo. So I guess I just wanted to go to that and say, did it feel to you that up to that point you were just on sort of a little jaunt or a regular vacation? Um, a little holiday trip, but you weren't really yet on your way. Is that why you wrote that, do you think? Yeah, I, that, that's yeah. the way I felt, I yeah. think. Yeah, because... We were um, still in the United States. Yeah, you know. and everybody around us still speaking English, um, yeah. you know, familiar shops, restaurants, whatever. Everything McDonald's, was yeah. Everything was still... McDonald's? <laughs> no, <laughs> Rolf, no, not McDonald's. This is 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. No, not McDonald's, but just other things were familiar, you know. So, yes, that's correct. We, we, I felt that the real journey was going to begin in Japan. Right. And Dad, you felt the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the next part starts um, with a description of your flight to Tokyo. And you write, the flight to Tokyo on Saturday, the 23rd of January, took Remember eight- nothing. You remember nothing. Okay, well, it took eight and a quarter hours. Mom was very specific about this. Eight and a quarter hours and was really smooth and comfortable. So you really enjoyed your flight. I like that you write the 747 is very roomy (laughs) and it doesn't even seem like a plane, which I guess back in those days, maybe the seats were a bit further spaced apart. I'm I'm pretty sure they were, Jessica. Yes, yeah. And then during the flight, you crossed the international date line and you were all presented with a certificate. That's right, yeah. Okay. Do you, do you still have those? No. They're somewhere in the papers, yeah. There are so many papers. I saved all the travel papers somewhere in that little trunk here, so I probably can find it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything, all the tickets we bought to, to go do a show or something or a, take a train, you know, I saved all these things. So mm-hmm. they're in a plastic bag in the trunk. So. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. So then you That's arrive, so. then you arrive in Tokyo about 3.30 on Sunday, 3.30 PM on Sunday, the 24th of January. And you managed to find a bus to Tokyo station. And then from there, you're searching for somewhere to stay the night. Yeah. What was that like? We had looked beforehand, we'd looked up and, and but I don't know if people told us or, but we knew that um, a Rio Khan would be the place to stay, which is like an inn. 
you know, a Japanese, the Japanese version of an inn. So not a modern hotel or anything. Um, and and the word was reasonable. Yeah, yeah the word word was Ryokan, and that's what we wanted to to stay in. But be, before Sorry. we went there, Rolf, though, when when was it that you went into the um, train station for something or other? Was that before or after? I, I was I was left with the Swiss chap that we'd met. Yeah. Does, does he say what his name is, Jess? Max. Max, okay, yeah, so Max. Max and I were left while Rolf, you went into the train station for some reason or other, and, and he was gone for ages. And I was beginning to get a bit worried because he really was gone for a long, long time and it was, it was getting dark by this oh. time. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure why, why you'd gone, maybe to, to see if you could locate a Rio Khan that we could. Yeah, no, I think I was looking for the taxi. taxi. You, do mention, you do mention that you get a taxi to a Rio Khan. Yeah, we got a taxi, remember? Yeah, yeah. And we told, they couldn't speak English, the guy, all three of us went in taxi and told, just always said Rio Khan, Rio Khan, and he kept, Anyway, he, he indicated that he knew exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. So we felt, okay, great. He knows he's going to take us to a Smiling Rio Khan. Yes. Yeah. So off we went. Yeah. And we drove right in front <laughs> of a huge Sheraton Hotel or we, something. I mean, what it turned out, I remember, is that there was, there was an area of, of Tokyo that ha- has a name that sounds like Rio Khan. Oh. Well, there, there was something that sounded like Rio Khan, and that's where he was taking us. Oh, right. So um, it was a misunderstanding. Yeah. And we just kept saying, then he drove to another hotel, and we said, no, Rio Khan, Rio Khan, you know, now we're accent and all this. And finally he smiled and said, oh, you know, and he drove off. Somewhere in the night, it was dark. It was dark. Then, you know, it was, was dark by this time. Yeah, and I had the I had the feeling it was like an area that was called yeah. something similar yeah. to the But that's what I had in mind. Anyway, that's anyway, the way I remember it. He eventually stopped in in front of a small building and he it's smiled as it showed us the Japanese the sign outside. you all lit up. You know the sign of the hotel. Say Ryokan. That's where he began off. So you got out of the taxi. Yeah, it wasn't a hotel. It was like a small building. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a, the sign is like a hotel sign. Oh. Yeah. But, you know. but before that, though, Jess, he had indicated to us, because he'd been driving for quite a while and, and the meter's going up, he indicated, he showed us, look, he'll turn the meter off because then he realized what we were saying and he turned the meter off and drove about 90 miles an hour to this Rio Khan where where he dropped us off. Yeah. Yeah, And that was pretty scary. (laughs) So you eventually got to one of these places and were able to, you were able to check in and get a room. Yeah. Well, we knocked on the door. It was about 10 o'clock at night at that time. And it slowly opened up, and this old Japanese couple looked out the door, opened it a little bit, and both had toothbrushes in their mouth. They probably were ready to go to bed. And they looked at us and you know, smiled with their toothbrushes. I remember sticking out of I the remember, old man. I remember the old man had yeah, a toothbrush. Yeah. I didn't know the lady did too. But. So, you know, they realized that we wanted to stay there. And what was it, something about... 
Well, they, they couldn't stay together because there were this. Yeah, that they didn't understand the connection. You know, we had to explain that Rolf and I were married, and and Max wanted a separate, wanted a different room. You know, because Rolf and I were married, we wanted the one, and that had to be all. They they were sort it's of all sign language. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of suspicious. I don't know they, what they were thinking, but anyway, it finally got sorted out, and um, so they had to take the shoes off. Yeah, and of course. In, yeah. Oh, and it was absolutely it was a it was fabulous because it they had like the the paper screens. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like in rules, in yeah. Japan, you the, they the paper screen uh, divisions. You know, mm-hmm. slid open, and the way I. Can remember it, Rob. Was like a corridor, was it, with the well, with the a, sliding doors, which was paper yeah, screens. It, first, you had to go up a narrow, curved stair. I remember the stairs were full of shoes. Everybody went in there. The rooms were upstairs, so they had to put the shoes down there. And then we come up to that corridor, and there was one room after the other, yeah. you know. But our shoes we put outside our room. And so anyway, so we, we, we go into this this room. Did they bring us a meal or something, Rolf, or tea? Tea, tea yeah. Yeah. Have I described this? Tea just? and seaweed crackers Yeah, or well, you can like. buy them. I buy those seaweed crackers them, no. now, yeah. Like um, they gave them to us, yeah, but now you can buy them in the supermarket here. But the table... Was um, it was it was very cold, right? And they gave us yes, these. January, they yeah. gave us these padded kimonos, you know, beautiful mm-hmm. padded, um, warm kimonos. And the table in the middle of that that room, there was like a hole underneath the table where there was a where was a heater of some sort. Under the table, and then the blanket covered everything, and the heater was underneath. I thought there we was. We had to kneel down. It's a very low table, like in Japan. Yeah, so that it so must have been kneeled, a dip. We kneeled for the down, heater. and then the blanket. We put the blanket over over our, our knees, knees yeah. so the heat came straight onto our knees. So. And so then they they brought us tea and these seaweed cookies, crackers, yeah. which we you know then of course that was all very interesting. We'd never had anything like and that. And the before. beds were just two mattresses on the floor, you know. Am I am I imagining things, or did we have like wooden blocks for for the head for the no no what? bean bag pillows? Yeah. Oh, bean bag. I, I yeah, guess yeah. I've seen the wooden blocks in a museum or something, yeah. but small ones, weren't they, Rolf? They were they were very small pillows. No, not nothing like our size of no, pillow. No. It was just like a very small oblong bean bag thing. Yeah, not comfortable as a pillow. Anyway, that's what the room must look like, and. And Max had a room next door, you know. I remember. It was just a, a little square. No, it was round. No, it was, it, was, it was a square, deep tub. Where you had to step in very hot water. You had to step in and sit down up to your neck in the water. Yeah. Square? It was yeah. round. No. But it was deep. And it, the water was so hot. We couldn't get into it. And the lady came in, uh, you know, she showed us that she was really proud. She was so proud of the bathtub. You know, it must have been a, a new a new uh, addition to their Rio Khan. And yeah. she explained to us with this, with this um, a kind of a scoop thing, like a big ladle, that we had to wash ourselves off first before we got into that, that water. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember that we had to wash off before we got into the water, but it was too hot. We couldn't get into it. It was too hot. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why we 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 had a, a, did it in the morning rather than when the water had all cooled down. 
So then you had a good night's rest before sightseeing the next day. So the next day, Monday the 25th, it says you spend wandering around town. I like that. Tokyo, the town. Um, And in the afternoon, you went to visit Sony, which you wrote in quotation marks. um, I remember that. Which was interesting. And what I really like is you write, they have color TV and cassette recorders, which are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Rolf, you must remember this. I remember nothing. No, I don't. Okay. All right. Well, I remember that going to Sony was was for people in the industry or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. So it was for, you know, buyers or or people that worked in that type of industry. Mm -hmm. And so uh, going in, you had to give your your card, your, your calling card thing. And, and business card. your business card. Yes. Don't you remember that? No, Rolf? No. Okay. Well, Rolf had, he must've had something from, from Heiko or something like that uh-huh. because, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't normally have let us go in because, you know, we're just tourists. But anyway, Rolf had this, this business card from Heiko and, and could give them. And so, so that's why we were able to to go in, in to have the um you know the tour or whatever it was. And so I just want to ask though, did was did you not have color TV in Canada? Because you make a mention of this color TV, was that unusual at that point? I remember we did have color TV, but the color was not good. We did have. No, color. I don't remember that. We did have color TV then, but it it wasn't good. Yeah, so maybe this this was was really good color or something. And then do you remember what you spent the rest of the day doing? Well, we took the subway, went to different places. I remember reading the signs. And so we make sure we can get back to the same Ryokan, you know. Mm-hmm. Should we spend two nights in that Ryokan? Yeah, we spent three nights. Three? Yeah, wow. because we left on the 27th, we went to Kyoto. Okay. Um, I remember, I mean, I don't know if it was in Tokyo that we went into, we went in a couple of temples. Yeah, three days we stayed with 2,300 yen at night. Then we took a bullet train to Kyoto. Before you get to Kyoto, I mean, you do mention wandering around and shopping in uh, Tokyo oh, and getting we, we, some things. Department stores. We did. We, we went to Japanese stores. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We went into a huge department store. I remember going up on the escalator. Yeah. Up and down the escalator. It's huge. And um, we bought those those Japanese dolls that we have. Mm-hmm. We bought those in that in that big department yeah. store. Yeah. And they shipped it over here. Yeah. And they shipped it to my parents. That's right. We did. And then in there. the afternoon, you go to a kabuki theater to see. <gasps> right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. We did. We went to the Kabuki Theatre. Oh, my goodness. What an experience that was. Real, real traditional. Yes. Kabuki. Yeah. And, and remember, our seats were up yeah, in, in the balcony, weren't yeah. they, Rolf? So we had perfect uh, view down to the stage. And everybody brought their lunch. And people, yes. And, and you know, their, their lunch was in little um, wooden wooden boxes. They were, yeah. yeah. And they all had their chopsticks and their rice and everything. And and people were dressed in traditional dress mostly to go to this Kabuki theatre because, you know, it's the... You're not allowed to take pictures, but I snuck in a couple of pictures while they were playing, where the play was going on. So granddad and everything, yeah, yeah. There were different. There were uh, a few different plays, I guess you'd call them. Mm -hmm. Um, People shout, you know, they shout in 
the audience showed it in, you know, whatever they said. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do, I do. Left yeah, and right, yeah. up and down. And I certainly remember that um, there, there were rats at one point. There were rats. For something like a rat having to be in, in the, the story. The, they're called the invisible. Yeah, the invisible people. So there would be people all dressed in black and they had a long pole and these, these um, you know, rats were at the end of the pole. So you, you just ignore the, the fact that there's... That, you know, there's somebody behind all dressed in black and you just, you know, so the rat does whatever the rat was supposed to do in the play. And yeah, not only rats, they were moving stuff around during they? the play. You know, yeah, yeah. And holding those big guns the guys were wearing. You're not supposed to see those guys. Yeah, black. yeah, they're, they're, they're invisible. Mm-hmm. all in black. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that was interesting. Weird. The music was weird. Yeah, yeah. Storytellers. Yeah. On the was... side, in the front, there was a guy with an instrument mm-hmm. and the storyteller in Japanese singing. He's mm-hmm. telling the story of what they were acting. Yeah, like, like in the Greek theatre, you know, yeah. there's a chorus at the side. It was something yeah. like that going on. <laughs> something like that yeah that was good dad but, but uh so this jessica went on for hours and hours yeah, yeah. we did not it was like five hours or something yeah, we, stayed two we, hours. we didn't we stayed you know a couple of hours and, mm-hmm. and um, max did they come with yeah us? max yeah. i think was with yeah. us then as well yeah. but it's uh you know by two and a half or so hours we, we we'd seen enough <laughs> but, right. no, it was a real really interesting experience yeah yeah and then you left and you wandered around, it says the streets of Ginza, Ginza? I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the busy... Where uh, all the bars, bars are, and the things. Yeah, yeah. Gambling going on, Jinko, Pachinko. Pe- Pachinko, oh, yeah. Pachinko. Was yeah. it Pachinko? Yeah. I think that's what it's Jinko called. Jinko Halls, yeah. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it, yeah. Yeah, and and I do recall. Uh, now I don't. Uh, that bar, remember? Yeah, I, I do recall um, the places uh, or a place that we had lunch. Uh, this is probably uh, uh, goes with all the lunch places or the, the the eating places. They have pictures in the window, and not only pictures of the food. They have little mo- models, models. Yeah, yeah, plastic models of of the the plate. With, and a, with and a number besides, yeah, so with you this, order by the number. Yeah, this particular mm-hmm. meal, you know, so you know what it's what it's going to be. And um, um, we, so we did this. We all we saw a meal that we liked the look of. We went in, ordered it, and it looked exactly, exactly like the, the same. plastic model. It's <laughs> yeah. a plastic model. <laughs> well, that's good. You know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah, I know. So we probably did that a few times. You know, I don't remember it in the Kinzo quarters living in a bar and I had to go to the toilet and I went in there and I was standing doing my business and these women, all these women came in and started going front of the mirror and, and all the guys are standing, they were all unisex, it's just everybody in the same toilet. I couldn't huh. believe that, you know. <laughs> wow. I wasn't used to that. Yeah. Well, no, that would be a bit shocking, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so the next day, it says, is when you got the bullet train from Tokyo to Kyoto. So that, so that was, um, we, what we wanted to do was stop, I don't know, halfway or on the way to the village where you could see Mount Fuji. You know, because we thought, oh, that, that was the, the thing to, yeah, to it see. It was on the way. It yeah. was on the way, yeah, to see Mount Fuji. 
And mm-hmm. so we got off at the vill- at this village, the train stopped there. We yeah. got off. We went to the village. I, I, you, you said that the Mount we Fuji look- was in the... We were looking for Mount Fuji and it was in the clouds. We could never see it. It was cloudy. <laughs> but that time the train, of course, went on and we didn't stay there. We wanted to go on the next train and they said, we can't. That ticket we had was going straight to Kyoto and we got off. We had to buy another ticket. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah we yeah. couldn't. Was there a turnstile or something? We couldn't yeah. get in. We couldn't. Yeah, we, so what happened in the end, Rolf? Did we have we, to buy we, another ticket? Yeah, we bought another ticket. Oh. Probably half price, you know, because we were halfway. Yeah, see, we had thought we could just get off and then get back on again. We were a bit naive, actually, yeah. because you can't do well, that. we had with... a ticket. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's what happens, you know, and that's how we got to Kyoto. Right. You know, it was on the bullet train. It was, you know, of course, now that everywhere has speedy trains like that. But that was yeah, an experience. In, yeah. In Kyoto, we stayed in the Hotel Palace site for 3,850 yen. So you you leave, finally leave this little town and you get to Kyoto. And it says here you found a different ryokan. And yeah. then you stayed at the, yeah, the Palace side hotel. Yeah. But it, apparently it was nice and you were happy. And I guess that by then it was about seven or eight o'clock in the evening. Yeah, that I, I, don't I, remember that I can't remember now. about Kyoto. Um, can't remember any. Yeah, where was that very special pagoda? Was that Nara? Maybe Nara, yeah. There was a, there was a special pagoda. Really I remember one, that. Yeah. Really tall one. Well, I can tell you what you did from your journal. Okay, okay, tell us, Jess, because I, I can't remember much about that. It says the next day, so this is Thursday, the 27th of January. Yeah. You must have walked a thousand miles. <laughs> you saw gorgeous old temples and shrines and pagodas that really take you back in history and give you an insight into the serenity of Japan. The mm-hmm. gardens are beautiful, even in their lifeless winter state. Because as you said, it's January. So it sounds to me like you spent much of the time in Kyoto visiting the historic sites. Yeah, of course, because um, it's obviously a lot smaller than Tokyo. And so I guess we were able... I think Nara was the first one, capital, and then Kyoto, and, and, and then Tokyo, wasn't it? Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that Kyoto and Tokyo have got the same letters just rearranged. Well, you, you spent some time wandering around uh, tiny little alleys and streets, I think, in a, maybe a little um, market area, and you go into some gift and antique shops, um, and then the Kyoto National Museum. Wow, I don't remember that. Do you remember that, Rolf? No, no. And then in that evening, you spent time wandering through the brightly lit and colorful covered arcades, little shops full of dolls, food, souvenirs, interesting things. Oh, I wish I could remember that. It sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but of course, Jess, this is 50 years ago, so oh, yeah. it's a wonder we remember what we do. And so then that night you go back to your hotel and you watch some TV. And that how, like how many nights did we stay there, Rolf, in Kyoto? Just one night. Oh, just the one night. Okay. Well, it sounds like two because then the next day, Friday the 28th, um, you, you got an earlier train to Nara. So you, you arrived late in Kyoto, stayed the night, spent the whole day in Kyoto, stayed the night, and then left oh. to Nara. Okay. The next morning, the weather is still really cold and there's some snow around. Uh-huh. And you went to a deer 
park where you got attacked by one of the deer. (laughs) Maybe this is where your hatred of deer stems from, Mom. Maybe. Do you know, I also got got a picture of that. Yeah, I got attacked by a a deer at a stately home in England, too, when I was eating lunch with my brother. I've been attacked a couple of times by deer. They probably sensed your negative vibes, the negative oh, deer vibes coming yeah, off. Yeah, well, the, the, the one at, it was that, what's that house in Seven Oaks? I don't know. Anyway, anyway I was eating lunch and the, the deer grabbed my sandwich. Well, in Nara, you get attacked by I a deer. I get attacked by a deer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then you visit the temple. It looks like Todaiji Temple, the largest wooden structure in the oh, world. Oh, that, that was, that. That's the one I'm Huge. thinking I about. Yeah. Too, yeah. The world's largest bronze Buddha, you write, maybe yeah. at the time. I don't know. Stiff right, still. right. The world's largest le- reclining. Buddha. Was he reclining? Do I say, is he reclining or sitting? What's he doing? No, it's just, it's just bronze. Yeah, because we've seen uh, Buddhas in in every position uh, <laughs> over the years. Yeah, <laughs> and then you take a bus through the country um, to the oldest wooden structure in the world, and then you have in parentheses maybe. So I think you weren't too sure about that. <laughs> yeah. I can vaguely, vaguely remember going. Yeah, going through the countryside on a bus. Yeah. On a bus, yeah. yeah. And then you're heading to uh, Osaka. So you get a train to Osaka Station is where you are, I guess, eventually heading up. Yeah, we end up Osaka Airport. Okay, so that's because where we you flew were out From there, we flew out to Hong Kong. So went to the airport, tried to stay and sleep in the lobby in the airport we, because we were there early. So we, we were laying on the benches in the lobby, remember? It, yeah. And, the- and this guy came down and said, well, me. Come follow me. Yeah, because we weren't allowed to do that. We yeah. weren't allowed to sleep. Right. It says it says the the police told you the doors would be locked for the international lounge, so you weren't able to stay the night there, which is what your plans were. And then he took us to the airport control tower, where the crew from the control tower they have a room with bunk beds where they can go have a rest, and he let us sleep and. On those beds for four hours, we had to sleep till we had to get up and go on the plane to Hong Kong. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, we, yeah. We slept yeah that was very because that was so yeah. nice of yeah. them to do that. Yeah, that yeah. was really really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it said you went to the domestic lounge, and so you were going to try and stay in the domestic lounge all evening, and you settled down to watch color TV. Mom again, <laughs> I mentioned of colored TV, but then one by one, everybody left and then the TV went off and then a policeman came up to you for a chat. But then this person, this man comes down and you say it was really nice. And he ended up taking you up to the control tower office and you slept in their cots yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, remember that. Yeah, so the thing is, Jess, you know, we obviously remember more about Tokyo because we spent more time there. But uh, I mean, when you say things like... Um, the deer park. I, I try my hardest, but I... I remember because I have a picture of you, me in my leather jacket, and you took a picture of me with the deer behind. So. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Like you you reading me, reading my journal and us recalling, it was a, it was a, a wonderful time, actually. Yeah, yeah. And everything's so different for us. In, in I remember how really expensive Japan was yeah. for a cup. And, and I do remember as clear as anything, the coffee there 
tasted of coconut. So yes, yeah, I, I can t- just taste Not it in my mouth. Right, yeah. Wanted a, a, a cup of coffee, but it always tasted of, of coconut because I think that they make the, the cream, you know, that you put mm. in the coffee out of coconut milk or some, something. Mm-hmm. Because I, I can I can taste it now that the coffee tasted a coconut. Never 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 did it's enjoy a cup of palm, coffee. There's not too many palm trees in Japan. Oh, maybe not. But yeah. uh, that's well, what it something. Yeah. You do mention that. Uh, so you're in this dispatcher's office in the on a cot, and you wake up in the morning, and they brought you coffee. Yeah. One of the the airport workers brought you coffee that morning before you were going to get on your flight. And it says here that this man who let you sleep in their cots, he said he would write to us in Switzerland, and I'm sure he will. Do you remember uh, if he ever did? Uh-uh. No. And then it says another of the chaps. Wasn't that nice, though, Jess, <laughs> of them to do that and even bring us coffee? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It says another of the chaps brought us a coffee in the morning, another coffee, and gave us a letter for a friend of his in Tehran that you were going to, do you, do you remember passing on this letter that this man gave you to, for his friend? No. Maybe we did. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we did. Yeah. I'm sure we did. But uh, don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. Do you know what? Now, now you're telling us I do have a very vague memory of, of, of having something to pass on. I don't remember passing it on, though, Jess. I'm sure we did. This ends Japan. You get you right here. We get on the JAL flight, the Japan Airlines flight 701 to Hong Kong via Taipei. Yeah. But okay. I, from what dad said, you didn't actually, and what your, your journal says, you didn't actually leave the airport in Taipei. So you just stayed there a few hours and then flew on. Yeah, to we Hong couldn't Kong. because of my passport. Wasn't it mine? No, it was mine. The Canadian passport because a couple of weeks before that, Canada started to recognize mainland China. Mm. So Taiwan didn't like that. So Canadians were not allowed to go into Taiwan because they agreed with the mainland China. So it's all political. So they wouldn't let us out of the airport. Airport, We had to take the next plane down to Hong Kong. Yeah, and we were really disappointed because we wanted to go. But that was the reason. You know, Jeannie had the British passport. That was no problem, but because of the political situation, that's what happened. Yeah, so that was disappointing. Yeah. I mean, do remember it was a small, uh, small airport. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it was really small. yeah, you call it gloomy. Gloomy was yeah. It? yeah it was. Well, we were probably in a gloomy mood because you know uh, we, we were thwarted. Off, yeah. We were thwarted in our plans. Yeah. <laughs> You do, you kind of summarize your Japan portion of the trip here, and you do write, again, once again, if I return to Japan, which I would dearly love to, it would be in the spring when you're able to get out and it's warm and you can see the cherry blossoms. We could see the cherry blossoms, yeah. Are you going to go to Japan? Yeah, I mean, it it could happen. Yeah, yeah, granddad's been back. I worked there for three weeks, you know, in in, um, yeah, you've been a few oh, times, Dad, when you were working, haven't you? Yeah, where that um, uh, that atomic plant, what, what's it called? The yeah. nuclear, nuclear nuclear plant. plant, the one that got washed away in the flood and tsunami. Yeah, I, yeah, I, worked, was, I worked three weeks in that plant. That was yeah. much later, though, wasn't it, Dad? Yeah, oh, that yeah. was before. Yeah, the, I was there before the flood and all that. Fukushima, it was mu- much at Fukushima. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was much later than you know the trip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, was that was probably forty years yeah, later yeah. than the, after the trip. Yeah. yeah but mom, you haven't been back. 
to Japan. No, I have never been back. Yeah. But, you know, that's not to say we, we, we won't. No. We've, we've still got a few traveling years left in us. So yeah. That ends episode four. In the next episode, my parents travel to Hong Kong, where they visit the Tiger Balm Gardens and get scammed by a camera lens salesman. Join us next time for episode five. Bye.